0: surviving lockdown an essential business podcast from mark rise voiceovers hello thanks for listening Dee beckett is a business growth specialist whose goal is to enable success she has 20 plus years experience in director level corporate roles as well as being a chartered accountant she recognizes that some business owners may lack wider business knowledge to leverage their ideas resulting in stress loss of mojo and potentially giving up and closing down With COVID-19 adversely affecting many businesses, how has she stepped up to help her clients whilst making sure her own business thrives? Dee joins me now from Leicestershire. Hi, Dee. Hi there, Mark. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Firstly, on a personal level, did you manage to stay positive during lockdown? Well, um, I think like most people,
1: I had a few meltdowns along the way. I don't think you would be normal if you didn't have a few meltdowns along the way. But uh, yeah, as a family unit, we stayed pretty positive throughout, got ourselves into a routine and uh, really just took one day at a time and tried to
0: make them as special as possible. So relatively positive. Can you tell me a bit about Mosaic Business Growth pre-March 2020 and the kind of work you were doing?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, So pre-COVID, I had a portfolio of clients ranging from startups through to multi-million pound turnover businesses. And we would work together on a month-to-month basis, looking at the long-term strategy in terms of what they wanted to achieve. And we'd broken that down into individual objectives and action plans, and together we would work on making those come true and make making them happen and delivered into the businesses.
0: And was that all face to face business?
1: Um so yeah, so we would meet up face to face for our sessions and then a lot of the work we would do offline. Um so I would do a lot of work by myself and then submit it to the clients and then we would have calls on a regular basis. And that really was the beauty of the sort of packages that I provide support to my clients with because I really work with them day in day out. I'm I'm like a business partner, another director within their business that they can sort of put some of the stress and pressure onto and take some of the workload off them as well.
0: So not just a business coach?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I like to call myself a business growth specialist, because I work very much integrated into the client's businesses, regardless of their
0: size. So COVID-19 hit. How did you have to adapt your own business before you could help others?
1: Well, it was really interesting because before um, COVID, I did all of my sort of sessional work face to face with my clients, but with COVID and that not being possible. So the main change was that all of my sessions went on to Zoom. And um, actually, that was quite a positive thing in in many ways, because... Um, It kind of cut through a lot of the faff, you know. When you meet somebody in a hotel for a meeting, or you meet somebody at their offices for a meeting, and you spend the first sort of fifteen minutes trying to prepare a cup of coffee (laughs) and getting that sorted, whereas we kind of like just zoomed in and uh, kind of got cracking, really. And the facilities on Zoom to be able to share screen, etc., and work together and really enable that to happen really effectively. So it was really good.
0: What was the main thing faced by the businesses you were helping?
1: Oh, gosh, I guess on an emotional level for my clients, uh, many of them have a huge number of staff. So we're talking about 100 plus members of staff within their business. And the biggest uh, concern that they had was making sure that they were still able to continue putting food on the plate for on the table of their employees they took that really personally, they really wanted to make sure that they were helping to safeguard the families of the teams in their business. And when it came time to doing make and making furlough decisions, that was really hard emotionally for many of my clients. So I got involved and strategically made the sort of furlough decisions in terms of who would furlough first, second, third, fourth and so on and how we would return those individuals into the business and at one point and that took a lot of the strain away from those particular clients. The other key concern was about longevity of business, could they actually continue how can they continue what they would, you know, what their business structure would look like moving forward?
0: Your website says that your focus is always growth, but surely in a time where the economy is contracting, that's not always going to be possible, is it?
1: It isn't always going to be possible and um, some of my clients have um, grown, some of them have stabilised and been able to retain the level of business that they had pre-COVID. Two of my clients w- did have significant impact on their business. One was in recruit- the recruitment sector, and of course, the recruitment sector absolutely came to a standstill. Um, in in that business model, what we did was we actually created brand new services. So then they then during the COVID period actually launched brand new services into the marketplace and are now developing those and actually are doing really well in developing those. And similarly for my other client, which was in the education sector, they also have changed their service model to provide new services into the marketplace. And again, they're getting some great leads onto their pipeline now that they wouldn't have done before.
0: You were brought up in New York. Does that mean that you have a real international perspective on the pandemic?
1: I I do. It's interesting because I've been watching, you know, friends and family um, out in the US in terms of what's happening out there. Um, not just in terms of you know how the US has been dealing with COVID, but in terms of the impact on their lifestyles versus how we've been dealing with it. But of course, all throughout my business career, I've worked for global businesses. So me looking at the international landscape when I'm working with my clients is always quite a critical aspect.
0: Surviving lockdown. Remember, if you're a business owner and you'd like to be featured on Surviving Lockdown, just email voiceover at markrise.com. So Dee, what's your view on schools heading back in September? Too early? Not early enough? Uh,
1: Not early enough.
0: (laughs) Is that because you're a mum?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I've had homeschooling and I took homeschooling quite seriously in our our home. Um, So I had a 14-year-old that needed help with physics and algebra and chemistry that just sounds awful in every way it absolutely was awful in every way and then i had a nine-year-old who wanted to do everything properly you know she was also you know wanting to do all of her assignments properly and needed help she did she did you know need help but we got ourselves into our routine of doing joe wicks every morning so we did the joe wicks workout every morning in our lounge and then we showered changed, got ready and sat down and started working and and uh, it was good and then went for a long walk in the afternoon
0: are you confident that schools will go back in september though
1: you know what until about a week ago i was saying to everybody i'd be surprised if they open at best i'm thinking part-time maybe two days a week you know and they'll rotate your groups or every other week and they'll rotate your groups but I, from my schools I received a letter last week to say, nope, they're all going back. These are the timetables. This is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. Um, if you have any questions, let us know. So I'm pretty confident now that both of my children will be going back to school in the next sort of eight days.
0: OK, let's talk about confidence levels then. Are you confident that business will pick up to the same level or more by, let's say, the end of 2020? Or am I way off on my timetable there?
1: Yeah, I think by Christmas 2020, I don't feel sadly that the majority of businesses will get back to the level that they were trading at pre-COVID. I think a lot of businesses still need to come to the recognition that they need to change their business models to move forward. There's an element, particularly within the UK amongst business owners, where people work so hard, businesses work so hard and do such great things. But you know what, Mark, they don't tell anybody.
0: So marketing, marketing, marketing then?
1: Absolutely. You know, and um, I think there's some big lessons to be learned um, about, you know, how to put yourself out there to create the awareness. Who is your ideal client? Where are they based? You know, what are their needs? What are their pain points? What are their challenges? And how can you, as a business, satisfy those and turn those around and move them forward um, and actually get them to buy from you?
0: So do you have a golden tip to give to other businesses that might be struggling then?
1: I think my golden tip to um, businesses that are struggling is, one, to look at what their strengths are. Look at what your USP is and see how that is solving the problems and pain points of your target market and make sure you're telling your marketplace and your customers through your messaging, whether it's through social media or advertising or however you're actually putting yourself out there into the marketplace is clear enough so people know who you are, what you do and how they can buy from you. Um, And the second thing about it is about creating packages for your client base the the way that businesses do pricing it, it it's very commoditized pricing you know if they're selling a banana they're selling the banana and my thing is actually make the banana into a banana milkshake and charge more of a premium price for that because you're adding value to the end customer and that ability to take that banana and convert it into a milkshake where you're adding sort of protein to it or whatever to it to make it more added value premium product that needs to be learned amongst many businesses to be able to do that with what they do um, and being able to then articulate that to their customer base.
0: Premium banana product. I go. absolutely love it. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Dee, thank you for joining us. It's been a real pleasure. No worries. Thank you very much for having me, Mark. You can contact Dee through the website. It's www.mosaicbusinessgrowth.co.uk. Surviving Lockdown. Surviving Lockdown is produced and presented by Mark Rise, a multi-award-winning voiceover artist and TV presenter for more than 30 years. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or are interested in voiceover for your business video, e-learning, or telephone system, simply email voiceover at markrise.com. Surviving Lockdown.